0: BC's forest industry has been contracting for decades now due to shrinking timber supplies in the province's forests and the big question of course is where's it all going? Adam Olson is the BC Green Party MLA for Saanich North and the Islands here to talk forestry uh, and, and it is a, a part of the province that relies rather heavily on it uh, as an economic st- uh, stabilizer. Adam Olson good morning thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, good morning. Thank you for inviting me on your show.
0: Well, it's good to have you with us, Adam. Talk to us a little bit. The premier went to the truck loggers convention a couple of days ago and uh, told the, the logger, the forest people, that the government has their back and announced some, uh, some uh, funds for uh, retooling uh, uh, in, uh, Crofton and a few other grants. But in terms of the big picture, what does the government need to do to keep B.C.'s forest industry as vibrant as possible?
1: Well, I think that we really need to shift in our, in our mindset. Um, we've been harvesting at unsustainable levels, uh, setting unsustainable expectations uh, in our uh, allowable cut. And uh, that you know, the forest industry has been very profitable over the last couple of years uh, for, for a variety of reasons. But it has uh, set really, I think, unsustainable expectations. And what we've seen over the last... Uh, uh, you know, number of decades in this province is uh, a steady reduction a steady decreasing supply of uh, fiber of timber. Mm-hmm. And um, in order for us to be able to uh, harvest uh, timber in the future, we're going to have to have a, a much more sustainable land use planning and uh, reorganize our forestry industry, starting with the expectations that we set with a focus on ecosystem health from our perspective. Uh, It's exactly what the old growth strategic review uh, panel recommendations said to this government, the same recommendations that they committed to implementing all 14 of, and um, we've yet to see them uh, really take, uh, I think, productive steps towards changing the policy and the focus away from volume to value. Uh, The the government has talked a lot about it, but uh, has not taken the, the proper steps forward in order to be able
0: to achieve it. And that's one of the frustrations that's coming out of the truck loggers convention in the last few days, Adam, is the fact that there, the, uh, the forest industry people saying, look, what, what, what we're really lacking here is a plan. Even if the plan tells us that we're going to have to reduce our expectations, it's still a plan. There isn't a plan yet, and it's driving everyone in the industry crazy to the point where, frankly, BC companies are investing elsewhere rather than here in their own backyards.
1: Yeah, I think Canfor when they shut down the pulp uh, line at in, in Prince George called it right-sizing their operations, uh, which you know euphemistically is just about pink slips for 300, 300 people, yeah. And uh, you know the the premier uh, scrambles up to Prince George and and does what a premier should do and that's support those people who've been you know uh, cut loose from from uh, from Canfor. Meanwhile, Canfor is, has profited. Uh, you know, billions of dollars in the last few years uh, off of the, the BC forest and off the backs of the people that uh, that they just um, laid off, that they just, uh, you know, they, they just uh, shuttered their, their workplace. So, you know, I think that, um, that the expectations of the forestry industry and, you know, we, we saw it uh, in some of those releases coming out this week saying we need access to fibre, I, I think that um, the, the the premier and uh, the the minister of forests and the the cabinet going up and and kind of scrambling out uh, some measures much needed. However, I think that the forest industry needs to be a part of uh, the solution. They need to recognize that access to fiber, uh, like we've done for decades in this province, is simply not possible when they have already uh, denuded much of the landscapes. You know, clear cutting. Um, Hacking their way across the BC landscape, uh, there just isn't a, it, forests take decades to grow you know and so it's it's a long- term and we have a very short-term plan. everybody recognizes we have a short-term plan in an industry that requires long-term planning absolutely and uh, so we're always going to get to the situation that we're in today, and now we need uh, a government that uh, is clearly focused on on recognizing that um, the investments that we're making today and you know governments are <laughs> this is a very challenging thing for governments to do, but uh, the investments that we're making in in rest, restoring those landscapes uh, is going to be benefiting uh, future generations of decision makers. Not, uh, it's not a short-term solution, and it it doesn't, um, it doesn't benefit the current government or even the next government necessarily it's going to benefit future governments uh,
0: yeah, Adam, not a lot of the time in the world left here, but I really want to get the Green Party position on this one. This is something that British Columbians of all political persuasions have been bemoaning for decades, and that is they are, are penchant for exporting lo- raw logs uh, rather than value-added products. What's the Green Party position on raw log exports?
1: Well, certainly, um, you know, I think that, that this is part of the announcements that were happening like, this past week, and it certainly... Uh, former Premier uh, Horgan talked a lot about uh, value-added. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is part of the innovation that is required in the forestry industry. It's not going to save the forestry industry, but innovation is important. Getting more out of getting getting more products out of less fiber. You know that's something that I think is absolutely going to be necessary. And keeping um, the fiber, keeping that timber here, uh, and and uh, value-added products is going to absolutely need to be a part of it. So. The investments that have been made you know uh in the short term to to help transition some of these uh, facilities transition some of these jobs into into a much more uh, longer term and and using using the fiber in the most efficient and effective way that we can the fiber that we do have is going to be necessary in order uh that i mean that is part of the short-term solution i want to bring it back to the fact that we should not be, well, I'll just say, we should not be exporting raw logs to answer your question directly. But the key thing that we need here, Sterling, is to shift the policy away from valuing timber alone and and starting to value ecosystem health. And once we start to value ecosystem health, then what we'll find as a result of that is access to more timber. But we have to manage it sustainably. And that's not been the history of, of, uh, of the forestry industry in British Columbia. It's been uh, just, you know, a basically clear-cutting their way to the situation that we face today.
0: Adam Olson, good to have you on the program this morning, sir. We appreciate you getting up on a Sunday to join us and, and talk forestry. Thanks. Thanks again for the invitation.